You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. This is your host, Dr. Robin Gansert. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's special episode. Well, this week's episode is live from the 4th Annual Lutheran Church Charities Care 9 and K9 National Conference. You know, this incredible charity, Lutheran Church Charities, has developed two incredible programs. One that you know as the Comfort Dog Team. That's part of their canine program, their ministry program. The Comfort Dogs are this incredible band of golden retrievers that you have seen in times of national disasters. These dogs and their handlers have responded to Superstorm Sandy, the horrific shooting at Sandy Hook, and other places that have seen incredible times of crisis. These dogs bring their patented therapy, their wags, their licks, their hugs, and they bring so much hope and healing to so many. And just a year ago, the Lutheran Church Charities created a new ministry, Care 9 Military Ministry, which is a ministry by veterans for veterans. This inspirational group strives to serve our military veterans and their families, and they bring a dog to make sure that healing happens. It's named after a canine that gave its life in the service of our country with a veteran. These dogs begin their training as puppies, and they're trained alongside their veteran. When entering the program, the dogs are known as recruits. Yes, and I get to share with you some wonderful stories of recruits in today's episodes. And upon completion of basic training, they're full-fledged soldiers, sailors, airmen, or marines. Yes, this Care 9 military ministry has dogs that visit many places, including VFWs, VA hospitals, traumatic brain injury care centers, homes of veterans that are homebound, expos, vet clinics, yellow ribbon ceremonies, and other activities to help spread the word and the mercy and compassion of this program. You know, what I love about this series of programs sponsored by Lutheran Church Charities is that it's really about uplifting the healing power of the human-animal bond. Well, friends, you're in for a treat today, but I want to pay tribute to these dogs that are in service right now as part of the Comfort Dog and Care 9 team. The Comfort Dogs that joined us for this couple of days together included, listen to these wonderful, wonderful dogs' names. I just, just love them. First of all, I got the pleasure of meeting Naomi, a Care 9 recruit in training. Naomi is adorable, as well as the precious pup, Sheila, and a Again, all in training as a recruit for the Care 9 military ministry. The K-9 comfort dogs included Aaron from Napa, California, Abby from Illinois, Addie from Connecticut, Adina from Illinois, Angel from LaGrange, Illinois. We have Anna from Toledo, Ohio. Asher, also from Illinois, Barnabas, who, by the way, Barnabas is just beautiful from Portage, Indiana, and of course, Becca from Belvedere, Illinois. We have a Butter, Chloe, Cubby, Darlin, Dora, Eddie, Faith, Gracie, Isaiah, Jackson, Jesse, Jewel, Jojo, Katie, Kai, Ladle, Lila, Lily, Louie, Lydia, 
Maggie. These are all the names of these wonderful comfort dogs. Mercy, Moses, Noah, Pax from Fort Worth, Texas. We'll get to meet Pax's handler in a few minutes. Phoebe, Prince, Rosie, Rufus, Samuel, Shammy, Shiloh, Strudel. Susie, Tabby, Titus, Zippy, and Zoe. And these dogs come from all over the country and they're providing some incredible services as canine comfort dogs and part of the Care 9 military ministry. You know, these dogs, Xena is a very special canine comfort dog. Xena's handler is Tim Hetzner, who is the president of Lutheran Church Charities. And uh, Xena certainly uh, is a joy to be around. And of course, I also had the pleasure of spending time with Ruthie, another great service dog handled by Rich and, and Dona Martin. I want to thank Lutheran Church Charities for welcoming me as a keynote speaker for this conference. And listeners, stay tuned for some very special conversations with veterans about what it is to have a comfort dog and a Care 9 military ministry dog in their lives. We'll be right back after this brief message. We'll be right back right after these messages. Stay tuned. Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free, and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the Pet Expo. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. This is Robin Gansard on Pet Life Radio. You're listening to Be Humane. I'm here with Chuck Wynn from Fort Worth, Texas, the great state of Texas. We love it. Tell us about your wonderful dogs. Well, we started with Phoebe 18 months ago, and we decided that we would be assistance because we weren't handlers and then when we heard we were going to possibly get a second dog they said they were going to double vest the dogs and so as a veteran i thought it was my turn to give back and so we've just received packs and we're all in training all the humans are being trained to go out and work with the dog (laughs) those dogs know what to do already don't they yes they do they're beautiful and uh so we're learning and we're getting excited about starting our veteran ministry in, in Fort Worth and Dallas and seeing how we can give back to the boys that serve. That's wonderful. This program is so special to me because it is a way to give back through the power of the human-animal bond. And we do that just really by bringing a dog in a room that's automatically healing. Us humans, we don't have to do too much but be at the other end of that leash. Isn't that right? That's correct. The dog is a bridge that allows us to witness and pray with the people and uh, to uh, just be excited that they would open up to us. It's But the dog just absorbs all that stress, and that allows the people to open up. Tell us a little bit about your service. I know you're you're a Navy vet. My, my father was a Navy veteran as well. So tell us a little bit about your service. Well, while I was in the service, I was did my boot at Great Lakes, not far from here, and then was stationed in Albuquerque, New Mexico for a while as I went to school, and then was stationed at Lake Mead Base, which affronts Nellis Air Force Base in Las Vegas, Nevada. I was a 
in charge of a radar shop that we took care of redoing weapons as they came back off the, the ships. And so even though I tried to go to sea, the Navy chose for me to stay at land. <laughs> I know that had to be hard for you, particularly with the Navy. Yes, yes, yes it was. Because another friend of mine and I joined the same day. Mm-hmm. He went to sea for his whole time, and I... And you got, but you got close to Vegas, right? <laughs> Back in a long time ago, That's so cool. fifty-eight to sixty-one, I was in in that era. So it's it's that was a peacetime, really, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in during peacetime, and still feel a bond with the guys that we want to give back. So let's talk about this new group of veterans. Multiple deployments, the longest war that we can remember in in generations. These guys, these heroes are going back and back and back again to Afghanistan and Iraq and places in the most unimaginable of circumstances. What are you expecting to hear when you go out in your ministry? It will be very interesting to find out what we're going to hear from those that have served in Vietnam, who I'm familiar with, and the, those that served in Afghanistan and the likes, uh, the, the desert wars, it's we're looking at finding ways to reach them, to bring them back to God and to reduce the amount of stress, because suicide is the biggest one thing that happens with these guys that come back and haven't don't have an avenue to release that that stress and that tension. So that's where we're going. That's beautiful. So when do you think PAX will be ready? Well, PAX is ready now. I think it'll be a month before we're ready as <laughs> the human team. We have, very fortunate, we've got myself and three other guys that are veterans that are going to kick off our program back in Fort Worth, Texas. Well, I love Fort Worth. You've got a great zoo in Fort Worth, too, by the way. Yes, we, yes, we do. And a great stockyards. Absolutely, absolutely, and a great love of animals. Well, Chuck, I'm so proud to know you. Thank you for being on my radio show, and I look forward to hopefully coming to Fort Worth soon and visiting you and PAX in action. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm here with Norm Gotch, another veteran here of this incredible conference, here talking about working dogs and the incredible work in this wonderful ministry. Norm, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about your service to our country. Well, I was in Vietnam in 1967 and 1968. I was stationed in Da Nang, Vietnam, and I was there for 12 months, which is a normal tour for everybody. And uh, then the last six months that I was in the sur- in the Navy, I was aboard uh, the USS Chanticleer, which is a submarine rescue ship. So I did serve in Da Nang, and thank God I wasn't in firefights, but I was involved. with. We received mortars and rockets on a continuing basis, which was rather frightening. And as you can imagine, a year is a pretty long time to be away from home. I actually turned 21 when I was there, and I had Christmas when I was there. But I did get to see Bob Hope and Raquel Welch, so that was exciting. (laughs) Those are your positive memories of service in Vietnam, right? Probably not much else positive. That's about correct, yes. So it was an experience. So, uh, yeah, we're here. Uh, this is the first year for, for myself. And, of course, I, I work with Jim as well at this convention. It's been really enlightening. We've heard a lot of great speakers, and it's been a, a really interesting time. And, uh, you know, we're real blessed to be here. And this whole ministry has been an, an incredible blessing for us, you know, helping people and calling on vets with PTSD. And, I mean, the last year has been an incredible experience. Tell us a little bit about this very special group, this ministry that does do so much work for those suffering the invisible wounds of war. Yeah, we um, uh, basically started the Care 9 division about a year ago, and basically what we do is we, we call on veterans and work with veterans, and 
the president, Tim Hetzner, decided and determined that, you know what, we have to have veterans calling on veterans because civilians don't really understand what the veterans do or what the veterans have been through. So this program is was put together by him, and um, it, it's just been very enlightening. We've been to so many different types of festivals and fests and so forth, including one called Hometown Heroes, which is in Wisconsin. I don't know if you had heard about that, but this is a an organization that brings kids in from all over the United States for for one week. Even ten were there from Hawaii, and like five from I think it was uh, Alaska. And this uh, hometown heroes is for the children who lost their moms or dads in the war, whether it was Afghanistan or the Middle East or whatever conflict that might have been. And basically, they they take care of these kids for a whole week, and they go swimming and fishing and and do all kinds of fun things and um, it was just a wonderful opportunity to the dogs bring such incredible comfort to these kids you know the last day we had a ceremony down by the lake and and they launched candles on the water in remembrance of their moms or dads there was one little girl who lost her mom and her dad both it was i was so sad i mean and this is in the war on iraq and afghanistan right yeah that's right that was a, that war i think there might have been some kids there that uh, had you know grandmas and grandpas that were in, in the vietnam conflict as well but basically the middle east so it was really an experience to just to be there and and the dogs brought such comfort they had a folk singer down by the lake that evening and it was was just it was just incredible it was very emotional you know it was hard not to to crack up when you when you saw what was going on and you know they had uh after the chapel service all along the sidewalk they had flags each flag had a picture of the one of the children's it was in most cases their dad that was killed in the war and uh, it was really an emotional thing to see and be involved with, but it was just wonderful. You know what I love especially about this, this ministry, veterans serving veterans and using the power of the human-animal bond to break through to a new level of healing. Tell us what it's like to be on one of these calls with a veteran coming back from the Middle East. I love the hometown heroes, the camp for the kiddos who've lost a parent. But how about those veterans that are back trying to deal with PTS? Well, uh, you know, it's an emotional thing. A lot of them that have just returned really start to go through a post-traumatic stress. And then they, they also call it post-traumatic stress disorder. And uh, basically, it's just the trauma that they experienced in the war. And, you know, we just try to, you know, our mission statement, as you know, is to share the mercy, compassion, presence, or proclamation of Jesus Christ to those that are hurting and in need. And that's what we do with these military people. The dogs are a bridge to Christ, and the dr- dogs just bring peace to the soldiers when they return. And, you know, when you deal with another veteran, they'll talk to you and it, go through their experiences, just as I talk to them about the experiences I had when we were rocketed and mortared. You know, it's, uh, it's a frightening time. Many of these veterans were in much worse situations than I was. I mean, they were in, you know, firefights constantly. Thank God I was not involved with that. But it doesn't matter. That it's still a traumatic thing when, you're, when somebody's trying to, to take your life. It's rather frightening. Well, I want to thank you so much for having me here today. I'm learning so much. I'm loving the dogs. Tell us about some of these special dogs that have touched your life right here in this room. Well, you know, in Northbrook is our training facility. And, you know, you you get to see all the dogs coming in there. People come in from all over the United States to train. And right now we have a little puppy named Molly. We just got her. I think she's about four or five weeks old. They are so cute. It just, you know, unfortunately in my case, as a veteran, I'm supposed to have a dog. However, my wife is allergic to dogs. So, yeah. So uh, I don't have a dog, but I, 
I'm involved with all the, the, the events that we have, despite that fact. And I, I just work with the other veterans that have the dogs and do as much as I can. But, yeah, you get so attached to these dogs. I'd really like to bring one home, but unfortunately, due to my wife's uh, condition, I'm not allowed to do so. So. Well, I just met little Sheila the puppy, and I think I'm going to take little Sheila home with me on Delta tonight. So, everyone watch out. Okay, well, real good. Thanks. We really look forward to hearing your, your presentation. Thank you, Norm, so much. Thanks for your service to our country and for your wonderful invitation here. Thanks so much. This is Robin Gansert, your host. I'm back here at this incredible conference with Brad Schroeder. Brad, you're also a proud veteran, and we're so honored to know you. Thank you so much for your service. Can you share with our listeners where you served? Yes, I was. Uh, I served from 1967 through 1969 in the Army, Infantry, and Vietnam for in part of started out in the Tet Offensive of 68 into 69, and then um, successfully came home. And that says a lot right there, coming home from Vietnam. Oh, yes. It uh, was a different time, a tough time for the country at that time, but we were all proud that we had served and uh, were able to come home. That's beautiful. You know, this ministry that we're here celebrating in this wonderful national conference today is powerful because it's veterans serving veterans, isn't it? It is. It's all about us. We know that God has empowered us to bring his compassion and love to people through this incredible ministry. And that's what we always try to keep focusing on. It's all about him. It's not even about the dogs and us. Well, let's talk a little bit about these dogs. I'm just, I've fallen in love a dozen times by walking through here with these beautiful golden retrievers. Tell us, are you a handler as well? I'm both a caregiver and a handler. We have Susie, who's going to be three in August. Uh, It's in St. Peter's, Arlington Heights, Illinois. We've had her for a couple of years. She's dual vested, both a comfort dog and care nine. She does a phenomenal job wherever we go. Sometimes it's long, tough hours. For instance, when we were at Camp Hometown Heroes, we were, it was almost about a 14, 15 hour day, all told, of transportation and being there. And it's amazing not only how wonderful they hang in there, but the comfort they bring to people. Let's talk about Camp Hometown Heroes, one of your deployments, so to speak, with this wonderful ministry. Tell us what that was like to see those kiddos, all who have lost a parent in the war. Well, as I said to uh, people when uh, we were able to talk about it, and which is kind of interesting because on the way up, we chatted a lot on the way back. The van was silent. It was quite a, a day. I said it was both heartbreaking and heartwarming. Uh, these poor children, 7 to 17, to have lost an immediate family member. But yet, so many had a smile on their face, and now they had a week of real fun, focused on them, but really focused on the healing part. And then to watch our dogs do what they do best when kids are crying, uh, whether it be in a room, whether it be on a trail, whether it be in wherever we were, it brought us back, especially brought me back, to what we're really there for, and that is to give these young ones just a while of comfort and to let them know that we love them, and that just to give them some time away from the the heartbreak they have. You know, there's a way that a dog breaks through everything, every barrier that us humans put up, isn't it? It's kind of amazing to see those barriers come down, and for those special moments, that dog allowed the kid to be a kid again. Well, what's interesting is, is we, we kid around and say the dogs, are they keep the best. You can tell them anything, and they won't tell your secret. And, and the point is, is that they just give you unbridled love. It's just they're there. 
They know their job. Uh, these children wrap their arms around them and whisper to them or just lay on there. And they realize and they absorb that emotion. And they also show these kids real love. I was so proud of the whole group. Some of our dogs were only a year old to hang in there. It was fantastic. Wonderful. Well, I think we'll get the bell ringing right now for the next session. Brad, so glad to know you. Thank you for your service to our country, and thank you for your ongoing service to fellow veterans. Thank you very much. To be able to serve uh, other guys that have served not only in Vietnam, but in the most recent wars, is, is a, it's an honor. And uh, to do that with Susie and with the other dogs is special. Thank you. Well, tell me about Phoebe. Well, we are from Fort Worth, Texas, and we've had Phoebe now for about a year and a half. She is an awesome comfort dog. We go to many places, hospitals and a lot of public schools, and she's just been a true blessing in ministry to our church. Well, she's just gorgeous, and I love her purple bandana. Well, purple is her color, and it <laughs> kind of fits in with Fort Worth because we're also home to TCU, exactly which happens to be purple. Exactly so everywhere right. we go, she's almost like a TCU dog. But she, um, yeah, purple is her color. She looks good in purple. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here. Hello, Phoebe. My name is Kristen, and yes. this is Angel. She belongs to St. John's Lutheran Church in LaGrange, Illinois, and we've had her since about the beginning of June. She's beautiful. Thank you. She's an English cream golden. An English cream golden. She's gorgeous. She's unusually light for yes. a golden retriever. Yes. Um, but she's a busy girl. She does hospital visits, mm-hmm. nursing homes. We're going to be doing schools, libraries. And we just love going around and making people smile and making people feel better. Well, thank you, Angel, for all you do. Well, thank you. Zena. Oh, Zena. Sure. Tell me about Zena. Oh, Zena is considered a staff dog. Uh, she lives with uh, President Tim Hetzner. Oh, She's out of the Northbrook office, the Lutheran Church Charities Northbrook office. Wonderful. Uh, the headquarters used to be in Addison, but it was moved. And there's more space there, and Zena's just blossoming and loving it at the new facility. I met Zena in Oklahoma. Oh, great. Yes, I love Zena. Hi, Zena. Thank you so much. This is Dr. Robin Ganser. We'll be right back after this brief message. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Calling all pet product manufacturers and pet experts. Let the public relations and marketing professionals at Whitegate PR get you featured in the news. I'm Dana Humphrey at Whitegate PR, and we have been specializing in pet product PR for over 10 years and can get your brand featured in the media from TV to radio to print to blogs. You can find out more at www.whitegatepr.com. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to Pet Life Radio. I'm here with the incredible Marine veteran. Josh, please tell us about your story. 
Uh, well, we were in Afghanistan. It was uh, 2009, and uh, we had our dog Tyson on a reconnaissance patrol. We were actually ambushed as soon as we got into a village, and uh, it was about, they say, estimated about 500 Taliban coming after us. And in the six-and-a-half-hour firefight that ensued, one of the rockets came through and pretty much rattled all of us around. And uh, when we came to, uh, Tyson, our working dog, was uh, attacking one of the Taliban guys that came through the window and basically waking us up with his barks. And uh, the fight continued. And then another RPG came through. When we awoke this time, uh, Tyson was in a battle with one of the Taliban and he was actually shot through and through the gut. And he went down. We uh, took out the Taliban guy. And as the fight ensued, it kind of got down to the point where we were running low on ammo. And uh, as reconnaissance marines, you you don't get captured and you you don't go quietly, basically. So um, I readied my frag grenade and I I called everybody close to huddle in as the guys were closing around. And uh, Tyson just started barking and and scratching at my uh, bag. And I opened it up and sure enough, there were six more magazines in there. So uh, we got back into the fight and not 10 seconds after that... uh, Two Cobra attack helicopters started laying down fire, took everybody out, made the rest of them run, and uh, we finally got everything cleared out. We got rescued. We got Tyson uh, back to the helicopter, and uh, as soon as we got on the helicopter, he actually died. He was one of the best Marines I ever knew, and he wasn't a two-legged Marine. He was a four-legged Marine with fur and a collar. And uh, I tell you, there's not not a word spoke when that dog was loaded off the helicopter. He was he was treated like a marine, and he was my best friend. And if it wasn't for him, uh, none of us would be here today. And he saved our lives. Josh, you know your story moved me today. It moved everyone today. And um, now you're a veteran, and you're able to help other veterans who have coming home for the most unimaginable of circumstances, serving in Afghanistan and Iraq and other places other recon marines like you. Josh, tell us what you're doing now with Lutheran Church Charities. It's a, it's just a beautiful story. Uh, I just started, uh, I'm actually a Care 9 uh, military handler. I have a dog named Brutus. He's 13 months old, and he That's acts like, yeah, I love it too, it's a great name. <laughs> he acts like he's 13 months too, but um, what we do is we, we try to get anywhere where there's a veteran, because wherever there's a veteran, there's somebody that needs help. And a lot of the veterans from our war in Iraq and Afghanistan come home with that feeling that I'm supposed to be fine. I'm supposed to be okay, so I'm not going to say anything. And all it takes is one person like them to say something, to say, hey, I wasn't okay either. So we can talk, and that's what I want to be here for, is to find those people that you know don't really know that they're lost yet, but to find them before something really bad happens to them, before they go down that road where they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, because I'm here to say that there's a bright one, and you just got to keep moving forward. Proud veteran, proud Marine. Just uh, we're so honored to know you, and we have to all thank you and Tyson for your service. Thank you very much. Well, today, American Humane Association was so proud to make a grant to the Care and Comfort Program with Lutheran Church Charities. And I'm so proud that we've done it in honor of you, Josh, and your service to our country and in memory of that beautiful dog, Tyson. Thank you. Thank you. This is Dr. Robin Gansert, and you're listening to a very special episode of Be Humane, our weekly radio show. This week, I've been honored to celebrate veterans, two- and four-legged veterans, but also, importantly, share and celebrate the power of the human-animal bond with some incredible dogs and incredible veterans and members of the Lutheran Church Charities. I'm here with Jim Morrison to talk about this incredible program. Jim, how are you? I am fine, Robin. Thank you, and thank you for being here. I want to tell you a little bit about our program how it started, and so on. 
We started about a year ago when our president, Tim Hetzner, recognized that we were encountering veterans more and more in our work. He also learned that veterans are not very comfortable talking to non-veterans. So about a year ago at this time, Tim found nine veterans and nine golden retriever puppies and said, you guys are going to be a part of our new military ministry. And those puppies are now about a year old, and they are all serving and uh, visiting VA hospitals, uh, serving in veterans parades, uh, 4th of July Memorial Day parades, um, going to Yellow Ribbon events, and just, uh, just serving veterans any way we can. The ministry is exploding, and we, we say to ourselves each day, we need more dogs. Wow. I mean, that's an incredible thing. And I love these golden retrievers that I've spent the day with. Oh, so much fun. You know, they are just special dogs. They have a certain something about their makeup that the, that's created in them that they have a demeanor and a calm and a soothing effect upon people and, and do minister to people in a way that we can't do. We humans just, we don't have it. And they do. And uh, to watch them in action and to watch what they do when a person is under stress, when they've gone through a tragedy or... or uh, um, a hardship in their life. It's its miraculous to watch it. It really is. I know we spent a lot of time today celebrating veterans and the healing power of these animals with veterans, but I also know that you work with veterans' families, particularly children, and I love the uh, of a recent story that you did at a special camp. Can you share with our listeners about this incredible opportunity to serve? I'd be more than happy to. We attended a camp in Wisconsin called Camp Hometown Heroes. This is a summer camp that's put on once a week each year for the last three years for the children of men and women who have lost their lives in battle. Mm -hmm. It's a close relative. It's either their mother, their father, sister, brother, and uncle. Mm -hmm. And it's a time that these kids can come and have a week's worth of fun, Mm -hmm. have a week's worth of grieving, Mm -hmm. and work with counselors, Mm -hmm. and just be be with people and be a kid, be with people who have gone, who are going through what they're going through. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The camp was started three years ago with, I believe, the first year they had about 40 children come. This year they had 143 children come. This is uh, at no cost to the children. They are coming from all over the United States. As a matter of fact, this year they had seven children there from Hawaii. Flew them into Milwaukee, took them to camp, flew them back to Hawaii. So it was just a a marvelous time. And we were there with four of our dogs, our military dogs, and two of our comfort dogs. And uh, the the effect on us was just uh, something we won't ever forget. I love this because you have your Lutheran Church Charities Care 9 Military Ministry, and you also have the comfort dogs I know I've seen at the Boston Marathon. Am I right? Correct. We, uh, we have served at the Boston Marathon. We, have, uh, we were at the Sandy Hook Elementary School the day after wow. the tragedy there. And to this day, we have two dogs at Sandy Hook Elementary School every day. Two dogs at Sandy Hook every day. That's incredible. And those kiddos, I'm sure, love to see those golden retrievers. They really do, Robin. And uh, it uh, it's just a, a great comfort for us to be able to do that. And How can people, our listeners, learn more about these incredible ministries and support and make a donation? If they go to LutheranChurchCharities.org. All one word, lowercase. They can learn about what we do. We certainly have an opportunity for people to support us there. And we uh, we are operating on a dollar-in, dollar-out basis. Every dollar that comes in to us goes to the ministry. Nothing goes to administrative costs. We support that in other ways. And uh, so it, it that's how they can do that. And I thank you for asking. It's very important, listeners. So make sure you go to LutheranChurchCharities.org to learn more about these programs and to make a donation today. Thank you, Robin. 
Thank you, Jim, so much. You're listening to Be Humane with Dr. Robin Gansert. Each and every week, I, I want to bring you stories of hope, compassion, unconditional love, and the stories of these very special animals in our lives. And this week's episode just brought tears to our eyes, especially as we heard the story of recon marine Josh Hump and his incredible military working dog, Tyson, who served with him in firefights in Afghanistan. And you know, this incredible Marine shared with all of us at this conference what it was to work on the front lines in the war on terror with his military dog, and how that dog helped to save the lives of Josh and his fellow Marines. You know, these dogs, even when they're serving us on the battlefields, do so with such passion and unconditional love for us as humans. And as I look at these dogs in today's conference, the Care 9 Military Ministry Dogs, again, a ministry for veterans by veterans, bringing these incredible golden retrievers out to veterans, to VFWs, to expos, traumatic brain injury care centers. This is incredible work. And I know that I've seen how these veterans have responded. It's a powerful program. Again, veterans helping veterans with the power of the human-animal bond. And, of course, their comfort dogs. The comfort dogs that we met today are also amazing. Part of the canine comfort dog ministry at Lutheran Church Charities. Comfort dogs go around the country and serve in times of disaster and crisis. And I'll have to tell you, the years after the horrific crisis and shooting in the Sandy Hook Elementary School. Today there exist two comfort dogs that go to school every single day with those kiddos, providing hope, compassion, and love. And those of us that have a special animal in our lives know it's all about the love. Well, friends, thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. Stay tuned. We've got a great series of episodes featuring our hero dogs, our finalists from the Hero Dog Awards, this fifth year celebration of heroes on both ends of the leash. So stay tuned to these very special introductions to our eight finalists from this year's awards and certainly our Hero Vet and Hero Vet Tech. This is your host, Dr. Robin Ganser, to stay tuned with all of the activities and the happenings at American Humane Association. Please visit AmericanHumane.org. Be sure to tune in to next week's episode. This, again, is from all of us at American Humane. We hope that you will remember to be humane today and every day. Thank you for tuning in. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.